Sensing it. Brought to you by NEPA. NEPA is a global consumer science firm providing dynamic intelligence to brave marketers. And Sensing it is a thought leadership property focused on making market research fun, inclusive, and accessible. We hope you like it and stay curious. I am Esha, your host for today, and my pronouns are she and her. And I'm extremely privileged to be joined by Harish Ayer for our episode today. Harish, it's so good to have you. Could you introduce yourself? My name is Harish and my pronouns are he or she. I identify as gender fluid and gay. And um, I am an equal rights activist. I am one of the leaders in the Section 377 yes. case. And uh, I also work with the leading corporate as the DNI head. Well, you gave us the cue, DNI, <laughs> and this is exactly what our theme for today is. And apart from whatever we have been discussing on the show, this theme is so relevant for everybody, not just in the organizational context, but everyone has something to learn from it. Mm-hmm. But if I talk about just the corporate world, mm-hmm. then culture as a buzzword has been used over and over again, almost to the degree of being abused completely mm-hmm. right and uh, when we talk about culture diversity inclusion and equity are the are at the heart of the human capital yeah right in the yeah. scheme of things so because you gave me the cue i would just like to begin with what do these three terms mean and how are they different <laughs> uh diversity i'll rather explain with a song oh, because that would we be have fun. this yes since it's a fun podcast <laughs> yeah. um hum dono hain alag alag hum dono hain juda juda Okay, which yeah. is basically uh, diversity. We both are different. We both are unique, right? Yes. And there's a um, there's a song from the film "Me Khiladi Tu Anadi." Tu Anadi, yes. So you have "Hum Dono Hain Alag Alag," "Hum Dono Hain Juda Juda." So that becomes diversity. Ek dusre se kabi kabi rehte hain hum kafa kafa, which means that we both, yes. when we are together, there is some conflict. Okay, and we we are some there's some dissonance. Now. when you stay together for longer despite the differences that's when a culture gets formed, formed you yes. know and uh, that's the genesis of culture where we don't have all like beings where everyone is head everyone is homogeneous you'll have different values that everyone brings in different thoughts different ideas different eating styles different loving styles different people that you fall in love with different Correct. bodies that you're born yes. into so there's a lot of diversity that comes in and there is going to be dissonance in the beginning but after that there is going to be a convergence convergence yeah and that is what the culture would be doing get converging everyone together but the most important aspect mm-hmm. between diversity and inclusion happens to be equity equity yes now equity is basically about the fact that if i was to tell you that there are two people two uh, very different people who have got the job Mm-hmm. Okay, but both of them have scored a cent percentile. They all hundred on hundred, and you have to make a choice because you just have one seat. So, what are the questions that you would ask? What is what are the things that you will delve in to find out who this person is who is going to be getting the job? So, you'll ask questions which will ask the person about that person's journey. Correct, and you will find out possibly that. while your finishing line which is like everyone has got a cent percent is the same when you when you when you think about the starting line there are some people who have to face more hurdles to reach to the reach finishing, that, yeah, finishing, finishing line. line yes so you judge people by the journey that they have traversed not just by 
the finishing line where they've reached in the end. You know, because some people have began because they're born into privilege. They began much, uh, much, much closer to the finishing line. There are some who have uh, began the journey much farther from the farther from the finishing Correct. line. So I think that's, are very that is equity, you know. Yeah. I think equality plus humanity is, is equal equity. to equity. Oh, that's a very mm-hmm. beautiful way of summing it because I think equality and equity are generally mixed up. Yeah, yeah. And we and often, are, often we have this very sexy way of, you know, uh, looking at equality. We say that, oh, we are being equal. Men and women are the same. Uh, transgender people, oh, we are not doing anything special for them Correct. because we consider every everyone to be equal. But the truth is that there are inequities. There are we are not equal. Not the equal. fact is that the opportunities that that a trans person gets, the opportunities that a person dressed like this gets, if I was working in a BFSI sector, you'd hardly find you'd hardly someone, find, yeah, exactly, anyone dressed like this. Uh, you know, whose sex assigned at birth is male. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I think visibility and other things are lesser for people who are different. True. So, so the, so it's not the same. So it's you can't same, equalize yeah. everything. There are going to be some communities that you need to have more a laser thin focus on. Focus on and, and, and underrepresented, underrepresented communities. It's not yes. just sexuality about caste, about religion, about various other things as well. So true. Yes. I think you summed it up so beautifully, you know, with the way you explained with the songs and uh, which is not to go by the shape and form, but actually Mm -hmm. the stories that people have traversed, which could be very different. And we need to acknowledge it because we can't be so delusional about the fact that everyone is equal. Not even merit, Esha. Because many a times people would say that, you know, merit is the only Only marker. Only marker. But no, you need to give extra points for the struggle. Talking about meritocracy and equity. Are we even in a position to talk about meritocracy? Merit is anti-inclusion. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was like Mm. coming to, which is, are we even at a starting point where we can say that meritocracy is more important? No, in this world. If if you're just focusing on merit, you're not focusing on inclusion. Inclusion, yeah. Yes. So with that, I'll, uh, you know, bring bring up a number from an organization perspective. And because we are also building pillars of growth for a growing organization. And this is so important for us to understand where we can begin. And while I was doing research uh, specifically on diversity as a topic, I came across this fact which said that uh, in an organization uh, specifically when there are peer groups which are more diverse, Mm -hmm. those organizations are 25% more likely to be not just profitable, very good on happiness quotient mm-hmm. and also lovable mm-hmm. when people don't leave mm-hmm. retention is on point attrition is you know out of out of picture mm-hmm. because people are staying for culture people are staying for getting included mm-hmm. so as a small or a big organization in fact that's also a question is is this only for big organizations it's for small organizations as well where do you start I like think, what's the starting point i think people don't leave organizations as much as people leave people people yeah. And, uh, and, and that's where culture comes into point. Culture is, culture is not artifacts. It's not just changing all the policies in your organization and, and you can't expect people to stay just by changing the policies. It is the everyday behaviors that matter quite a lot. How different, how inclusive you make a person feel becomes extremely, extremely important. important. Yes. And that is why you see a, a, a greater loyalty quotient with people who have, you know, who belong to diverse communities, but have found 
uh, some kind of a culture which actually binds them together in yes. the organization. So they will stay back in the organization for a longer period of time. Let me take my own example. You know, if yeah. I I work with an organization that values me, it's not that. And and when obviously when I'm coming to these podcasts and making myself publicly available. Um, there are there are opportunities that could come my way, True. and there are opportunities which are coming my way. But I would dare not think of leaving the organization that you are at that I am at because of the people who who create that culture. So I think the biggest asset that any organization has uh, is the human, the capital. human capital, and you have yeah. to use the human capital wisely to to, to ensure that the human that human capital doesn't leave us. Yes, you know. So I think I think. As um, you know, inclusive organizations are productive organizations. Inclusive organizations are also inclusive families that stay long together. Yeah, and and the time that we are spending with them, of course, they fall into the bracket of being families. And I would pick up from one of your quotes itself, which I saw. I think you mentioned when talking about human capital that people don't learn from policies; people learn from people. Yeah, and their stories, and the stories have to be like at forefront of everything. And um, again, you know, I'll I'll be a little more specific, and I would love if you can give us some cues on how, when we are designing policies, do does language play an important part? Because it has to be actionable, right? It it has to start somewhere. And if I were to bring to the table the use of language, I was at a panel recently, mm-hmm. and uh, on the panel I had these five men, and when I was entering the stage, the host announced Nari Shakti. <laughs> is coming in representation but the fact that i was leading a firm was nowhere <laughs> you know the quote unquote the center stage point so again it's the shape and form that you are visualizing right so how do we bring in that change in our language as leaders and even as a fraternity i think you know these identities we should not be reduced to it we should yeah. be empowered by it and the moment they make it the only aspect of your life you know now to there'll be another thing added to it abhi to tum ma ho ma like you'll be like you'll be coming in every daya ki murat you know in all these uh, you you're the embodiment of empathy so true. motherhood and why everything. am i still working why are you still working i mean where are the choices <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> so i think i think these are the language changes yeah. that we need to get and sometimes it's not very difficult yeah. like for instance when we speak about policies um if you many a times in all our policies you know when we speak about the customer and Correct. as a research organization uh i'd like to tell you whenever we speak about the customer we often say he, he yes without us realizing okay uh either it needs to be he or she or it needs to be she to compensate for the number of times we have said he okay or it should needs to be they but it should never be he you yes. know because that is the cultural uh thing that we need to change yeah um so in your policies if you have written he she just do a control f and make it they that's the, all that needs to be done also yes all for the client internal policies external policies just make it they yeah okay the other thing that we need to do very simple things it doesn't take a lot of effort instead of saying a maternity leave Okay, many people understand only maternity leave. So do a do a do yeah. a dash if you have maternity paternity yeah. as a different thing. Say leave for birthing parent, hmm. and then if you have paternity leave, change it to leave for partner of birthing parent. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, wherever wherever you think whether it's an adoption leave, just make it the employee. Hmm. Don't make it like adoption for her for it's him. Neut- it's for a neutral them. approach on language. So I w- yeah. I would rather. 
you know, or in the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just say that not even neutral, it needs to be inclusive. Inclusive. You know, yeah. neutral is a word where we say, kya tha, doesn't matter. Yeah. So this is it needs to be more inclusive everywhere. Yeah. And I think that um, these things need to matter when it comes to our employee uh, resource groups and employee policies, when, when it comes to our customers, uh, when it comes to our board meetings, how many times our imagery, not just language, imagery matters so much. So much, like, yes. Like, like I can tell you many a times you see in a lot of corporate, I've seen it and it's true with everyone for that matter. You see a lot of these corporate presentations, you'll see only men, the photographs of men, men as customers, men as employees, men as this thing. Many a times they don't even change the name of you know, when you speak about board members, you say chairman and you see a woman over yeah, there. Yes, There's so, so many nice. times that we have seen this in so many companies, so many websites. We don't question them. We don't question. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think this questioning needs to begin and, and there is diversity, equity and inclusion only when there is activism. You need to have that activistic fervor in you. You need to go, you need to fight, you need to debate. Don't take no for an answer. Don't because the easiest thing for anyone to do is to shut you down by saying, Change because it's hard. Yeah, our customers are going to remain the same. Our customers are mostly men. I said, if they are mostly men, they will remain only mostly men. Yes. For you, for every brand, it's an opportunity to open your pool to a diverse set of people. Understand that people from marginalized communities are one of the most vociferous. People, they could carry your messages stronger because then not many people who go in that, uh, go in that direction. There are not many people who look at them. So when you are looking at them, they can become brand ambassadors in more vociferous ways. They can become your brand voice. And voices have a better fire because yeah. it's from And within. not just brand voice, yeah. it leads to brand action also. Yes. You know, it's not just brand, brand voice, voice, it's voice to action that it comes when you get people from marginalized communities and put them up front. Take my own example. I will not leave the organization that I am in. There is Boom Brand Loyalty for my own employer brand. But at the same time, if I was, if I was a, uh, I, w- I was a customer and if, and, and if that's a brand which is speaking to me and which recognizes me, forget speaking to me, which sees me, recognizes me. So and that's, understand. A bigger, that's a, that's a big bigger thing. thing. Yes. Yeah. Big totally. thing. Acknowledgement becomes such an important thing because in today's world, the voices are so many and it's so easy to, to be lost in the heterogeneity of the voices that we stop personalizing things and personalization is the buzzword. So if you can personalize the experience, the experience for every being in that thing and you can speak to Every little person, no matter, no matter the numbers, okay, there could be like, in the end, it should not be about, oh, how many men, how many women you have in the organization, how many trans people you have in the organization, there'll always be a small number. Yeah. But irrespective of the numbers, count them. Because then you can count on them. On them. Yes. That's just a change of a word, but it just changes the meaning. And uh, you spoke about the way we look at things. It's such a gaze. Let's call it a gaze, which is when we're looking at leaders or board members, we look at a typical, you know, like a heterosexual man 
सिटिंग देयर और द मेजोरिटी एटलीस्ट एंड इंक्लूसिविटी अपार्ट फ्रॉम जेंडर ऑल्सो टेक्स फॉर्म ऑफ एज एक्सपीरियंस एथनिसिटी बिकॉज इट्स इट्स लॉट बियॉन्ड कास्ट रिलीजन सो आई आई है टेक इट्स नॉट जस्ट द वे वी परसीव थिंग्स इट्स ऑल्सो द वे वी बिलीव दे शुड एक्सप्रेस दम सेल्स एज लाइक मेनी अ टाइम्स एज 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 अ लीडर यू वुड you would be you, you would be taken as a person that you should be behaving in so and so manner in the mm-hmm. way of expressing in the way of dressing in the way of talking it it perhaps needs to have that masculinity it needs to have that authority mm-hmm. etc right because that's how we look at things uh, of how we have traditionally been conditioned that this is how corporate leaders should look like mm-hmm. so i have a interesting one for you how do you express yourself at work <laughs> i go dress uh, yes. like this i'm yeah. wearing a for all the people who are listening in yeah. i'm wearing a pinks kurta kind of a thing and this is how and i work unique. in the bfsi yes. sector yeah okay uh, i work with a bank and i go dressed like this and i and i have an interesting tale over there mm-hmm. i um, i thought bankers dress very boringly they wear the grays and the blacks and the blues the grays and the blacks and the blues yeah. so i thought that i have to be a little different so i bought myself a pink suit uh but the typical masculine pink suit uh with a blazer and a tie i I couldn't wear a tie, but I wore a blazer and I went yeah. to work for one week. I bought myself a good, an expensive pink suit and I went to work. Yeah. And uh, my boss in the organization, so she called me into the room and she was livid. And one week in the organization, okay, my first corporate job. Yeah. And so I had all these questions of whether how they are going to perceive me and how they are going to this thing. Though I was hired. for the role of diversity equity and inclusion head they couldn't really say much so i <laughs> went in and she called me and she was livid she was angry at me and uh, and then she said, why you dressed like this why your shoulders drooping why you not confident and and then i just looked at her and the first thing that you do is your hand goes and you try and see if your fly is open have you spilled yeah. dal yes. in your clothes and i was looking everywhere and i'm trying to are we look. civil enough am i are we civil, civil enough? enough yes and uh, she looked at me she put her hands on my shoulders and she said harish we hired you not to fit in oh. be who that... you are stand out yeah. don't become like us to be like us to work with us you don't have to become like us you can be who you are and after that we brought in a change in the dress code policy we introduced a policy so that uh, everyone not just me everyone who is gender fluid who is trans who's a trans person doesn't have to dress in the sex assigned at birth yes. they could dress the way they are i think this is what is important and important, it begins yeah. with leadership it begins from the top yes it does but it percolates even down let me tell you an example also of how you know usually when we come in these forums we speak about how beautifully we have succeeded in so many things and i'm going to tell you how i failed as well because the yeah. easiest thing is to say that oh you know Sab what maine bahut kar liya maine bahut hasil kar liya yeah i'll tell you we had a hiring drive okay and uh, we you know we had it in 15 cities we were hiring talents from the lgbtq community uh, so in one of the cities up north we basically i got a call at like 9:30 and 9 o'clock the drive had begun yes and uh, every other city you know smaller cities also bhuvaneshwar and all the cities over there they all they, none of them had a problem but this particular city so i got a call and this person calls me up ha huh. and tells me that you know what i they're telling me ki this is a diversity drive and i'm not i cannot give an interview here 
So I asked, I said, why can't you? You are diversity. Why can't they take your interview? And then I said that, okay, just put the person who's over there, the receptionist or whoever, put them on the call. And when that person came on the call, the receptionist tells me that, uh, sir, you to bola diversity drive. Hai. Ye to admi hai. So oh. then I had to explain <laughs> that diversity could be men also. But this man is diversity. Hoti hai na. Ah, I was it's like, like the... nahi to, nahi to, nahi to community. Se then yeah. I had to sit down because that's a big lesson, Isha. Yeah, that, that it is. It's that like you don't only consider. talk about the top. Speak about uh, how are you training, training your housekeeping staff? How are you training your... Punes, uh, how are you training everyone who is at the lowest rank in your organization, who are the touch points for everybody? You know, so I think those become extremely important aspects. I think anytime, you know, when you start something new for any diverse community, there is going to be an element of failure. It could happen because you're learning, the organization is learning, there could be an element of failure. Yeah. It could happen. With the best of intentions, you could fail. But the, but the, but the game, but the trick of the game is to be at it. Hmm. Don't be bogged down by failures. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again because the community is going to see you for the perseverance. That you hold in, for the cause. Yeah, yeah the perseverance exactly. in pursuit of inclusion. That is something that the communities are going to judge you for. Not just that whether you did it right, but also did you keep doing it despite failing? So true. You know, so yeah, I think yeah. that's important. Don't be afraid of failures. Yeah. So uh, jumping back a little bit again uh, on, on the same piece, uh, we talked about the changes in language. We also talked about uh, changing uh, infrastructure in some capacity, mm-hmm. right? Both physical and mental. But uh, as leaders, I feel that there is a big gap in terms of resources where to like begin with. Sometimes it begins with intention, of course, but then are we seeking enough as leaders to, you know, really understand it? Because one way of showing that we are diverse is, say, for example, we have Pride Month in June, which is not even the, uh, not even the, the Indian, Indian Pride, Pride Month, right? Uh, so, I mean, for the listeners, because at least September should be the Indian yeah. Pride Month, yeah. correct? So, uh, we logos changed We are very, like, inclusive. And uh, maybe if we talk about, say, other forms of diversity, I have a physical infrastructure in place for uh, lactating mothers, for, you know, like, mm-hmm. to make it more inclusive. All this is fine. But then for a resources perspective, do you think there is enough or do we need to do a whole lot more in terms of education itself? I think uh, there is a lot that needs to be done. Sure. Because diversity is not just two or three aspects. Even it's when we speak about LGBTQIA plus diversity, for that by itself, sex, gender and sexuality needs to be demystified. It's not, it's not that you can just say we are inclusive and you get inclusive at the go. Even LGBTQ people are not inclusive of LGBTQ people many a times. Yes. Even dis, even persons with disability are not inclusive of persons with disability. At times, you know, so I think that there is a lot of differences even within these communities. So I understand so yes. when as an ecosystem, you uh, you try to do a one size fits all, it'll never work. Okay, so you learn from experiences, understand that your constituents are the biggest uh, people who can educate you. So if you have a certain group of people and if you have somebody uh, who happens to be dyslexic in your group, and you know that that person is going to come 
with a with a barrier when when the person spells Spe- uh, spells uh, something, spells writes something. Uh, write something write something yeah so, so can you overlook that you yeah. know that becomes that yeah. becomes important so yes. your education depending on your constituents on your everyday behavior depending on that on your constituents become extremely important yeah and there can never be one size uh, fits all a cookie cutter approach doesn't it work doesn't in this work case. at all yeah and also there is this there there is this zest and zeal in people to uh, to reach out to these you spoke about the pride month you know yes to to have a cut and paste approach during periods you know during some periods you know you suddenly would speak about women's day on the 8th of march 8th of march and then we forget and in the month of june you'll raise the pride flag uh people are also looking at what are you doing uh, in engaging with communities okay not just your people how are you engaging with communities at large are you speaking to uh, when you're speaking about the marketplace when you're getting uh, more people in your organization are you speaking to are you just confined to the space of hr where you're just going to different career fairs and marketing yourself as one of the inclusive brand uh, inclusive brands over there yeah. or what are you doing as a brand to engage with different communities are yes. you speaking to them are you speaking at them when you're seeking from them or you are you speaking to them conversing with them getting market insights from them because they are the everyday uh, everyday experience wale you uh, or are you just using them as a mere statistics mere statistics yeah you know that It's becomes extremely extremely important and we need yeah. to draw from these insights yeah, by the way why are you so serious like like it's so strange yeah. because i am <laughs> cracking all these jokes and you are like very stoic looking at me yeah. like that i can already see the production team jo mujhe ghur rahi hai because the brief was <laughs> ki thoda smile karo but genuinely i, I got so engrossed you know, in this i know these are difficult topics there are there are yeah, difficult topics they sound very difficult aur hum log jab dei ke bare mein baat karte hain to zyada tar hum log yahi karte hain ki we try to complicate things by speaking all these hr terms yeah. but it doesn't need to be that it so has it has it human, is it's just been very like good in terms of insight so i'm just absorbing it and thus the smile element has been like reducing uh-huh. yeah you know one of the most important things is the fact that hame ye samajhna hai ki the onus of inclusion inclusion ka jo uttardayitva yeah, hai responsibility responsibility jo hai hindi, hindi <laughs> lies on those who are included Yes. not on those who are excluded wow that's the onus of inclusion line. lies on those who are included yes. not on those who are excluded agar hum ye soch rakh rahe hain ki koi aur aake ye solve karega agar aap like i if i'm joining your organization and i am a gender fluid person then the responsibility is on you because you belong to the majority to ensure that i feel safe i feel included, included. the safety the circle resp- begins wahan se shuru yeah wahan se shuru hota hai yahan se shuru nahi hota mujhe aake safe place nahi banana hai आपको सेफ प्लेस बनाना है ताकि मैं ज्वाइन करूं और आपको ये नहीं सोचना है कि मैं हुई नहीं यहाँ पे कोई डिसेबल पर्सन विद डिसेबिलिटी नहीं है यहाँ पे कोई जेंडर फ्लूड पर्सन नहीं है तो मुझे कोई रिसोर्सेज बनाने की जरूरत नहीं है वो इसलिए नहीं आते हैं क्योंकि आपके पास रिसोर्सेस नहीं है आप पहले रिसोर्सेस तैयार कीजिए बनाइए people will come themselves so saying that it's not ki jo under represented hai when they are going to ask wahan se they will come they will haan, not come they will neither yes. come or neither yeah. they will come out thank you so much harish it has been such a fun conversation with you and also so deeply insightful i am totally taking some cues for myself to be implemented <laughs> tomorrow to the hr and otherwise also and for our listeners who were tuning in i would like to summarize 
are the three things at least which is diversity inclusion and equity uh for me the biggest learning was ki diversity as a word it has to be looked differently logo say diversity nahi hai logo may diversity hai so that is a very important piece that we need to understand and inclusion is about conflict and con- conflict which we have to be comfortable with yeah. because that's the only form of heterogeneity or a heterogeneous behavior as you said which should exist true correct so that's that's something which was a very important takeaway and equity is about the stories that people have traversed and we need to look at it more deeply access also. access also uh, the levers that they had uh, the resources that they had and whatever held them to come so far those three things that you explained were so beautiful and genuinely thankful for the conversation that we had thank you likewise thank you thank you for tuning in behind the magic of sensing it are the brilliant folks at nepa our agency house of ritika and all our wonderful guests we hope you are enjoying all the action see you next week find us on instagram at nepa india 